Let's get going on the way to work. One-way conversation. Daily podcast on the morning commute. Let's just chit-chat. This is great because I hate talking on my actual commute. If you try to talk to me like I talk to you on this show, on the train, I'd fucking snap. So this works out because I don't have to listen to anybody. <laughs> and you don't really have to listen to me. If you want to shut me off, you just fucking... Say, go fuck yourself, Lotto, and uh, go on with your day, which is fine and welcome if that's your mood for the day. You do you, man, or gal. Don't think, I don't think too many women are my demographic. I don't, I don't think this uh, dude talks for a little while into the microphone and hits record. I don't think a lot of women are into that. At least not podcast listeners. Women podcasts are very encouraging and uh, very uplifting. Except for those true crime ones. Those true crime ones are... So I like some of those, to be honest with you. That's like a little different flavor of podcast. You know, during like the football season, I go nuts with the sports podcasts. And it's all football stuff and reviewing the games, previewing the games, everything like that. And I don't really like to hear people talk about baseball as much for some reason. And when I do, it's got to be like the local guys. I got to hear the local guys. So I don't do a lot of baseball podcasts for as long as the season is. So I got to have a little bit extra. So I do like a true crime one once in a while. Listen about uh, some unsolved murder in Oshkosh or whatever the fuck. All right. But this one's about, this one's for us. This one's for the people. This one's for the everyday schmuck like me. Yeah, I just called my listeners schmucks. I had to think about that for a second. Don't call your... Okay, rule number one. Don't insult your listeners. It's by the everyday schmuck for the everyday schmuck. <laughs> ah, my apologies. Fucking schmucks. Um, uh, no, it's... Uh, I, I still think, like, it's crazy. Between this show and Sunday Poor, I still think it's crazy that anybody listens. And, like, you see the... No, like, you see the statistics, like... You know, whatever, 20 people, 25 people. And sometimes, like, a show will get, li- like, the average listen time be, like, four minutes. And sometimes the average listen time is, like, 50 minutes. And it doesn't, like, you can't let, you can't let those numbers bother you. You just got to go out there and play every day. You can't look at the numbers. can't look at the scoreboard. But it's still amazing to me. Schmuck or no schmuck, it's amazing to me that, Anybody listens. All right, let's fucking start the show instead of just talking about. I mean, that's very meta, right? A podcast that talks about podcasts that talks about podcasters. Um, let's see, where do we go here? My fucking back is finally feeling better. My back is for it, a couple weeks ago Mother's Day, and this is why these holidays are so stupid. For Mother's Day. The sleeping situation was awful, and I ended up, my back was fucked for a week and a half now. Now, when you have, like, a back that's for shit, you never know what's going to set it off. Now, it's been, like, a couple years. Well, I think it was, like, a little bit last year, but it wasn't bad. I was able to do, like, a stretch, do a little yoga, just, like, for the back, and it worked. So I kind of put it at bay. But I haven't had, like, a serious back issue for a couple years. Serious back issue, like trying to sleep on the floor because 
I couldn't get comfortable on the bed type back issue. So you never know, like, how when your back tweaks or something, you don't, you never know how bad it's going to get or how, or what path you're going down as far as uh, weeks on the shelf. Not good during the summer because you want to, because you want to play golf. So I, play, I mean, I played golf a week after this back injury. I played with the back injury, and didn't didn't really lose any distance. So I can't complain. I mean, when you get the club in your hand, back injury, no back injury, you you can't let off. You can't let off. You can't hold back. You kind of just have to go for it. Because if you start like pulling back, you you goes off the toe or in your skull it or something and it's all it gets ugly so you have to go like your full your full speed that's not to say you're cranking it like Bryce and DeChambeau all right you're not you know you're not whipping it back to your ankles like uh John Daly but you got to put your full swing in otherwise you're fucked so whatever I, I mean it was it was fine I didn't lose any distance or anything I was fine but it was uncomfortable and again Going out there and playing with the shit back, it's a it's a risk because maybe that tweak gets worse. So I got lucky. I was I'm fine. But it's just fucking annoying that I gotta deal with the back injury when I was fine for uh you know, over a year I think I was fine for with no with no problems and then one one bad sleeping arrangement night and I'm you know I'm day to day. Now I didn't miss any playing time, right? day-to-day with back stiffness not too bad for a 38 year old huh and and didn't miss any playing time I can see some of these 25 year old athletes in the prime of their career do what I did (laughs) and then get up and go to work the next goddamn day alright fucking backs man really are a mystery Olympics, the Olympics are still happening, or happening this year, and the number one weird thing about the Olympics, outside the fact that they even exist, is that they're going to stick with the 2020 Olympic name. So these are the 2020 Olympics, even though they're taking place in 2021 in Tokyo. Tokyo? I think it's where it is. And... So they're keeping the they're keeping the name. That to me, I, they they have just a ton of merchandise. They got to push, and they can't just like all right, let's just scrap it all and start 2021. I'm sure there'll be some 2021 stuff flowing around, like some play on it, like the 2020 Olympics, August 20, July and August 21. Better late than never. What a slow, great slogan. The 2020 Olympics, better late than never. I'd stick with it. Who, who are the Olympics for? Like, the, the thing with uh, COVID was like, at least a year ago, when we we're going through all this, we were kind of taking like a, an inventory of shit that we needed and didn't need. And we, were, we, we see it with one of those award shows now. I don't know, Tom Cruise like sent his awards back in. and I don't even really know why. But it's like, do, and I think people are like, do we really need all this shit? And then rather than just start just going and blindly accepting these awards, like, all right, well, maybe we can just fucking boycott it and it'll just end and that'll be it. And it's one less thing I got, we got to do. 
priority inventory. What the fuck do we need? Did you actually eliminate anything? Like, I'm saying this out loud. And did people actually eliminate anything? Or just, like, everything got put on hold? Other than the Golden Globes. And, the like, the Olympics... I think that... Uh, first of all, I will say that I think a lot of people did do an inventory like that. And, you know, maybe ch- ch- cross some things out of their life. So, you know, I don't have time for this. Life's too short. I think a lot of people did do that um, to some extent. And I just don't think it was a majority of people. I think majority of people just kind of put their head down and got through the year and are just kind of coming out of the fog of it and trying to figure out what's next the Olympics though was one of those things where I'm like do we really fucking need the Olympics what's the point of the Olympics and why are we even having like why do you delay the year why don't I just wait the next four years I know Tokyo I guess Tokyo's invested in they got it to it but I mean isn't the Olympics kind of uh, a celebration of, of sorts of the of the world and coming together as a as an entire world in the name of sport and it's massive now. There's something like... Uh, it's, there's something... Shit, I have like, the numbers written down in my notebook, in my backpack. So, of course, I'm not going to dive in there and go rummaging through. But it's something like... 50 different sports, 33 different disciplines. Or 33 different sports and 50 different disciplines. And hundreds of events. Just, it seems excessive. And I again, I don't know who the Olympics are for. Now, I will, I will say this. I love that DK Metcalf is trying out for um, some event in the Olympics. I don't know what event, but some track and field event in the Olympics because the guy is a cheetah, right? All due respect to Tyreek Hill, whose actual nickname is the cheetah. And do we have to say that about, do we have to say all due respect for Tyreek Hill? He got away from some shit. I don't know we need to do the all due respect with you. DK Metcalf is a cheetah. And for, you know, whatever playoff drops you want to talk about that shit, that's fine. But for a guy like me who always talks about just fucking go out there and play, please, like, I would kill to have had your position. I would have killed to play a sport, and I would have played every fucking game that I that get out there. Because, I mean, shit, now, you know... I'm suiting up every day in a button-down and going to a cubicle. So maybe I have a, better, a bigger appreciation for a career that involves playing a sport. And it's, not, and, it's, and it's a privilege. It's a privilege that you get to play that sport because of your talent. So I like to you know, I'm, I'm, say what you got to say, protest, put on your shirt, whatever you want to put on, write on your sneakers, post-game, pre-game interview, say what you want to say, make a stand or kneel during the anthem, I don't care. But go out there and play. Because it's a fucking beautiful way to make a living. So I want to see players play. I hate the fucking days off and shit like that. Load management for a 27-year-old athlete in the prime of his career. I hate that shit. So DK Metcalf doing something just for the love of competition and sport, I love that. I just, you know, I wish it wasn't for fucking track and field because I just, I don't really care. Now, DK Metcalf goes and plays in the Olympics and he's running... And I hear about the event. It's going at 3.30 on some Saturday. All right, yeah, I'll flip over from a baseball game to watch DK Metcalf run. I mean, I'm not locking into the Olympics for 
seven hours. But I'll go over for his event. I see. I'm going to talk myself into the Olympics now because there's there's always some there's always some events that get a, that that we get behind, like the Winter Olympics. Who does lock into curling? You just get behind your you just get behind your curling team. There's always some strange personalities on them. I mean, these people are dedicate their life to curling, or at least dedicate some part of their life. I don't know how how disciplined do you have to be to become an Olympic curler. How much curling do you have to do? Are these guys getting up at 4 a.m. going to the gym? Or the... I, I don't even know. I get Ice rink? Going to the rink? Ice time's tough to get, you know? I mean, the youth hockey players are getting there at 4 a.m. When do you think the curling team goes there? Like midnight? How much do you have to put into it to be an Olympic athlete when it comes to curling? Like, I know track and field, gymnastics, that those are disciplines that, you know, you've got you've to hone your skills. Curling, yeah, you do need to hone your skills, but it's, it feels like something you can do on Wednesday, Wednesdays and Saturdays with the fellas, you know? I'd like to know. I'd like to. I'd like to go behind the scenes of an Olympic curling team, leading up to the Winter Olympics. See, I just talked myself into it. This whole thing started like, who the fuck are the Olympics for? Well, it's for you, you fucking dope. Obviously, you have you have an empty space in your life for, for obscure sporting events, and that's true. I do. I do appreciate the obscure sporting event. I, you know. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. You know, we're wa- we're watching like the big time events of these. Golf, even like a little soccer. World Cup time comes around. Occasionally the Euros. But somewhere deep down, I got I have I have a uh, appreciation for the obscure. Some things are like a little too much. What's that? What's that uh, thing where you, you gotta like run, then you shoot something, and then you cross country ski? What's that thing? I don't know what it's called. I don't know. It's, that's gotta be a winter sport. That's a little too much. That's a little much for me. Where you have like the athletic, you have this athletic competition, and then you just have to stop and shoot, shoot ski or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure that one qualifies. Rather obscure. I think they do like uh, somewhere they do some sort of insect racing. Be down for that. And I do have appreciation for the underground type sports. We've talked about this on the show on Sunday Four before. And while, like, dogfighting out of the question, the cockfight, I mean, we eat fucking four nights a week we're eating chicken. And I know they aren't, (coughs) excuse me, oh, I know they aren't, uh, you know, fighting to the death, these chickens. They're just round up by Purdue and euthanized. 
at least the, at least the roosters go out, you know, fighting with uh, some sort of chance to live. I guess I don't know. Maybe I, don't know. I think these are these are dumb little animals. Come on, Corolla, you could turn right on green. It's fucking green, Corolla. Oh man, what are you doing? Jesus. This guy was creeping along. Uh, all four windows down. Two people in the car, all four windows down. That's a shady... Am I... That's a shady ride, right? A little early morning blunt ride. All four windows down with just two people. God damn it. And see, because he didn't fucking turn on green back there, I get a red light here. See, it all connects, man. It's when you go back in time and step on the butterfly. And everything goes to hell 2,000 years later. Uh, so the Olympics are for me. All right. Well, we should probably, I just think they got to dial it back a little bit. Make, make it mean something. It's a massive undertaking. These things. LA's got one in a couple years. Milan will do a Winter Olympics coming up. Any other big ones? And that's the thing. So now isn't so now it's 2021. So the next Winter Olympics is 2022. So we're gonna have back-to-back years with Olympics. So that that means the last Winter Olympics was 2018. I don't remember a thing about those Winter Olympics. Nothing. Couldn't tell you where they were. Couldn't tell you any of the big storylines. Couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you who won the curling. I feel like the America. I feel like the Americans had a shot in curling. I don't know if they won it. They. I don't know. If they medaled. I don't know. Well, uh, let's see. What else we got? What's on tap here? It's uh, Wednesday, so we're rolling up into work. I'm rolling up into the train station now. Yesterday I had to hustle up a little bit for my train. Kind of forgot like how. Oh, oh, this is the guy Kent something, News Eight. No, no, that's um, this guy's a fucking legend. Fuck's his name. This is a News Eight legend right here. No, maybe it's not. Nope, nope, it's not him. Somebody else. I don't know who that is. Sorry, my car's squeaking right by his broadcast. My car. If you're watching News 8 this morning and there's a guy down by the train station and you heard somebody squeaking, it's your boy. Okay, well. I think my wife watches News 8. Otherwise, I'd call it, give, her, give her a shout and see. But yeah, that's the squeaking right there. All right, well, that's going to do it for a one-way conversation as we uh, as we sputter towards the finish line here. Have a great fucking day, wherever you are. Don't take any shit from anybody. We'll talk to you here tomorrow.